In today's show, we've got news about Disney Cruise Line offering more holiday cheer. Fireworks Spectaculars are coming back to Disney Parks this summer. Headline news, meetups, trivia, and oh so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. So glad you were here. How are you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? I'm doing good. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do Disney this weekend? Anything? Uh, let me think. Da, 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 da. I went to the new hot dog place. What'd Port- you do Disney this weekend? <laughs> Portilla. Well, it's close, close to Disney. <laughs> I went to Portillo's, which is a char- Chicago hot dog joint. Nice. So, uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, White Castle is still uh, 90 minutes for the drive through and uh, Portillo's was, uh, I'd say, probably less than 10 minutes to get in, and then another, I don't know, five to get my order done. Wow. So it was not bad. Bad. Uh, food Food is really good. They, listen, they have, they have hot dogs. They have, like, Italian beef sandwiches. They have sausages. They have uh, chicken. They have fish. And all of their cakes are made on premise and are delicious. Wow. Yes. Very moist, nice icing on them. Yeah. Very good. Very good. And the inside is, you know, kind of kitschy. Think like, you know, TGI Friday, signs, lights, you know, uh, movie memorabilia, music memorabilia, that kind of thing. Ooh, staff has flair. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't have flair. (laughs) Yeah, the thing is, like, you order, and it's all in open kitchen, so you can see them making your hot dog or your oh, sandwich. Cool. Yeah, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I was waving cool. everybody behind the glass. Nice. <laughs> nice. You know. The, um, oh, we didn't do much Disney this weekend. I mean, we hung out with a bunch of friends who were Disney people, but, I mean, we we really did very little this weekend. And Sunday, we uh, – oh, well, the only thing we really did Disney was we watched Avengers Endgame one more time. <sighs> That's really that's a good I movie. Mean, a three hour commitment or two and a half hour commitment, but it's worth it. But when you got nothing to do, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's kind of nice watching it again and seeing everybody and really praying that they figure out a way to bring Natasha back full time. Cause I'd like to see more. Yeah. You know, Scarlett Johansson kicking butt and taking names, that kind right. of stuff. So, yeah. But we really didn't do very much. We we had some plans and they fell through and we've just been you know i started a new job about a month or so ago and sarah's job is crazy excuse me sid's job is crazy and Mm so it's just we get a chance to like just do nothing that's what we do and that's horrible to say but for right now that's the best we got yeah yeah Yeah. and sunday was father's day so my daughter took me on that was you know went to local place by the way i have i don't know if i said it when we talked yesterday happy father's day Thank you. You did. But thank you yeah. again. And I said happy for for baby, baby Father's Day. Yeah. For baby Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should, you know, Hallmark re- should really get on that for baby. I know. Daddy. Yeah. 
That, I know you would They're think they would, would be all over that, like white on rice, but apparently yeah, not. Maybe I'll, I'll start it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, before we get too far into it, I do want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. Whether you're you're planning a vacation or you're just kind of thinking about planning a vacation, you need to contact our friends over at Destinations to Travel because they are the experts, the go-to folks on how to plan your next vacation. And in the time of COVID restrictions, you never know what's going to happen. So these folks keep up to date on all the the different policies around the world and around the country. So if you're planning on any type of vacation, a Disney vacation or cruises as they're starting to open back up a little bit, uh, destinations to travel is your guide for your dream vacation. And the thing is, it's really cool is they don't charge you a dime. So uh, the best way to get in touch with them is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the travel. So uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. Fill out a quick survey and one of our good friends over in Destinations to Travel will get in touch with you. And speaking of, uh, I cannot go without giving a big, huge shout out to Christina and Adriana for all the great blog content they've been putting out. So yes. uh, definitely go check them out. We've got our buddies that come on the show. Uh, Christina and Adriana are amazing. So if you wanted to put a little note in for one of those four ladies to, uh, yeah. to be your travel planner that would be amazing yeah, yeah. and um yeah so all- yeah so uh july 12th and 13th uh uh destinations travel is going to do a complete me- media blitz they're bringing you know all their top agents down here to florida they're going to be in all the resorts all the hotels all the parks you know doing all the things and it is all going to be live on the internets so uh, follow them on the social uh, on facebook it's at d2 travel uh and it's the same on youtube insta and twitter so they'll be on all those platforms and uh, once we get a little bit more information about you know dates places and times uh we'll kind of do that but i would tell you go over to those like if you're on facebook and you're liking over there go over there subscribe get the notification and this way when they do go live you'll just get your little ding on your phone and you'll be done but yeah they're gonna you know give you best tips in the magic kingdom the best things to eat over at uh, animal kingdom so uh highly suggest that you uh take advantage of this if you haven't been because of the pandemic this is your chance to see live what's going on real time on these two days. So yep, go check them out. Yep. So I guess there's nothing left for us to do but to get into the news. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, Disney Cruise Line is offering even more holiday cheer than ever before in the fall of 2022. Hang on a second. What? I thought we were planning cruises this year. Are we not doing cruises this year? Have they canceled them all yet? Yes. So, yeah. Okay, cool. The magic of the holidays will maybe return to Disney Cruise Line in the fall of 2022 with Halloween on the high seas and very merry time Christmas across the fleet, including the first fall season for the all-new Disney Wish, with five ships now sailing from New York, Florida, 
Texas and California. More guests than ever will be able to experience holidays at sea with Disney Cruise Line. Halloween on the high seas returns to Disney Cruise Line in mid-September through October 2022 on select sailings across the fleet. Guests can dress up and join Disney characters in their Halloween costumes at Disney Mickey, excuse me, at Mickey Mouse. Someone said something wrong there. Uh, costumes at Mickey's Masquerade Party. Enjoy themed food, beverages, and crafts, and immerse yourself in a ghoulish ship takeover with elaborate decor and a magic pumpkin tree. Uh, so, in early November through December, the Disney Cruise Line fleet is decked from bow to stern with holiday cheer and entertainment during very merry time cruises. Holiday magic is unwrapped for the whole family with festive holiday. Holiday decor, favorite characters in their finest holiday attire, and special visit from none other than Santa Claus. Santa COVID. Uh, bookings, sorry. Bookings open to the public June 24th of 2021. More details can be found on the fall 2022 itineraries page of DisneyCruise.com. I thought we were back at it. I, yeah. you know, apparently Disney said, oh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen this year. Yeah. No, I think they're getting close. I think they're getting close. I hope so. Uh, hey, kids, fireworks are back. Starting July. Disney tradition since 1957. Jeez. When the first time they blew up Sleeping Beauty's castle. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was not a good one. <laughs> it was called the perfect kiss good night at the close of the magical day and the summer skies above disney theme parks sparkle with color once again uh so at disney world here in florida july 1st will mark the start of the nightly uh fireworks performance at the magic kingdom and epcot so happily ever after presented by pandora will be at the magic kingdom which will transform Cindy's castle with lights, projections, pyrotechnics as moments from favorite Disney stories encourage you to grab and hold of your dreams and make them come true. As part of the ongoing transformation of... (laughs) As far as the ongoing construction (laughs) over at Epcot, Epcot Forever is coming back. Forever is coming back? See, it's forever. Oh God! <laughs> How are they doing Epcot Forever when the entire place is decked out with, you know, harmonies? The the, the, the rings of light. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna you know do the the boat jet ski things in there because I see somebody hitting the screen. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's coming back, uh, and Disneyland Park in California welcomes back all guests. Uh, the fun starts July 4th for them. Uh, Mickey's Mix Magic, presented nightly throughout the summer, uh, which is a state-of-the-art project- uh, projections, show lighting, lasers, laser. Uh, transformation on Main Street, Sleeping Beauty Castle, and the facade of It's a Small World, for those that can't get to the front of the park because you were stuck back there, uh, into a dazzling family fun dance party that goes sky high with fireworks to celebrate the leader of the club, Mickey Mouse. And here is my uh, thing and caveat. There are not going to be special 4th of July fireworks. They're just Mm -hmm. doing their normal 4th 
normal, whatever, you know, Epcot Firework. Forever, Happily Ever After, and whatever's happening in Disneyland. There, I there can are honestly, boardwalks. I can honestly tell you that the other night we came home and it was around 11 o'clock and we heard. Did, it, did you get excited? I was like, oh, that's Epcot. Because <laughs> we could see Magic Kingdom skies and it yeah. wasn't there. It was yeah. definitely Epcot. Yeah. You know, um, in a weird way, I did. I was like, oh, my gosh, fireworks. Yeah. So it's just a sign that things are getting back to normal. It's really nice yeah. to see. So I wonder here. if they were testing. Uh, I've got forever, or were they doing another harmonious test? Hard to say. Don't know. So it'll be I, interesting. Like, <laughs> you know, the fireworks guy is going. Well, well, what are, what are we loading tonight? What sh- what show are we doing tonight? <laughs> you know what show? Uh, don't know. Yeah. The way the communication can be there sometimes. I'm sure. It's just, well, it's like with rolling. a half it's... with a half baked staff, and it may may be that way. Yeah. Yeah. You may not want to stand close to the railing for the first show. I'm just uh, saying. <laughs> yeah. If you have uh, any any desire to keep your hair or your eyebrows the same. Just take a step back. Uh, tickets are now on sale for Disney's uh, Disney After Dark. Uh, excuse me. Disney After Hours Boo Bash. Uh, get your costumes ready. Disney After Hours Boo Bash tickets are on sale for select nights from August 10th through October 31st. You can join in the spooky fun at the Magic Kingdom Park with three hours of lower wait times for 20 plus favorite attractions, ghostly character cavalcades, trick or treating, trick or treating. Yeah. That new yeah. uh and performances from the they're cadaver- just gonna throw it to you from six feet away yeah open up uh performances from the cadaver, dan- cadaver dance and tickets are selling quickly i will say that we did a previous week story in one of the patreon shows and halloween is obviously sold out yeah yeah for i think it was two hundred dollars a person was the, the uh, price Disney? You know, has different price for different days. Obviously, and yeah. Halloween I think was close to two hundred dollars. So good for you, Disney. As a stockholder, yeah. I applaud you, and yeah. as a pass holder, I want to beat you over the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> All right, hey, single rider lines have started to open up again at Disney World. Nice. Uh, according to multiple sources, single rider lines are beginning to reopen, and Walt Disney World sources have confirmed that the witnessing of the single rider lines being utilized at some attractions. Uh, this comes as no surprise since July, uh, June fifteenth, when Disney lifted the mask ban for those that were vaccinated indoors and outdoors. Uh, except for in transportation. Uh, it makes sense. Normalcy has certainly returned to most play, uh, the most magical place on Earth with evident when you can see uh, the line for the Jungle Cruise. Distancing markers are all gone, uh, and everybody is told to fill in all available space once again. hey Yeah, you will. That was the one thing that I did enjoy, is that I didn't have you know somebody rubbing up against me with their backpack. You know, in some cultures, that's a sign of uh, appreciation. <laughs> oh, I thought I was winding up getting married to somebody or something. <laughs> oh, that's uh, in some cultures that is true. Uh, and now, uh, sources also report that Smugglers Run, Rock and Roller Coaster, Test Track are all using their single rider lines. Once again, uh, the ride, the availability of the single rider line depends on the posted wait time. 
For example, when the postal wait time gets to 30 minutes or less at Smuggler's Run yesterday, the other day, actually, uh, the single rider line was closed. So it's got to be more than 30 minutes is what they're saying. Uh, the return of the option is good news, obviously, with wait lines and, you know, fast passes. So, if, And I'll tell you this. Even if you have, like, two or three people in your group, uh, just do the single rider. You may all wind up on the same ride vehicle. Uh, right. That's happened. Um, so, you know, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. Right. Uh, hey, if you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to uh, get some custom content that is not available anywhere else, if you'd like to get a uh, an amazing, robust reward system and save some money and a free Pixar hat, then you need to go over to patreon.com. <coughs> Excuse me. I have no idea what's going on. <coughs> Excuse me. You okay? Yeah. Oh, it's a frog in my throat. You need to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon and sign up to be one of our new Patreons, just like our newest Patreon, Juanita R. Martin. Thank you for signing up. Thanks to all of our current patrons. We appreciate what you guys do because that allows us to do what we do. So basically, Patreon is a way that you guys support the show. And what we do in return is we provide up to three extra shows every week week just for you guys so the five dollar level you get two shows at the ten dollar level you get a disney plus show uh plus there's like i said a robust reward system if you like the disney by the numbers t-shirt club t-shirts uh there's a level that you can get those shirts as well mailed directly to your door you don't have to do anything it just shows up um now patreons also allows you to pay in advance for a year and you save 10 percent. and if you level up or if you join, you get a free Pixar hat, uh, a hand-embroidered Pixar hat, which is awesome. And uh, all of that is available over at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Thanks for uh, for the Patreon community that we have. Uh, we do a live show as well at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So you can see us a couple times, depending on what your availability is. You could join us for one or the other. That way you don't have to feel like you have to be here all night. So, yeah, come on, hang out. And uh, – Join and be a Patreon. Yep. Uh, we have two meetups left this year. We may squeeze something else in. Um, I had something in mind. I got to figure it out. Uh, August 7th is our meetup at Ravello, and you have to go RSVP. So go to our Facebook page, go look for events, mm -hmm. and then RSVP. There are only a few slots left. This is going to be limited, unfortunately, because of COVID. We can't get huge tables uh, over there. Uh, so go do that. And then December 11th, mark your calendar. We'll have more instructions coming soon. We are doing our annual Christmas crawl. So we go contemporary, poly, assuming there's a place that we can walk onto a monorail, and <laughs> uh, the Grand Floridian. And uh, we see trees, we drink, we have fun. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people look forward to that every year. Yeah, it's a great event. Uh, special little note, uh, the week of 4th of July, we shall not be here. We will be on vacation. So, sorry, you may have to listen to an old show again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or or just, you know, talk amongst yourselves and create yeah. a new show. That'd be kind of nice, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just send us a link if you create your own show. I'd yeah, like please. to hear that. Be great. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, last week, uh, the trivia question was this, John. What were Mickey and Minnie's original names? I do not know 
Ooh. He says, knowing the answer. <laughs> uh, where's Mortimer and Minivere? Try again. What? It's Mortimer and Minerva. Minerva. Okay. Close enough. Uh, <laughs> well, good thing because I would have gotten it wrong every time I went to meet her in the park. Every time. <laughs> uh, the story goes that Lillian didn't like Mortimer and she changed it to Mickey. I yeah. don't know if that's completely 100% true. Yeah. Lillian said, I don't think so, brother. Yeah. Yeah. But he did keep the mini part of Minerva. Yeah. Mini. Uh. Minerva Mini. Yeah. Uh, so the winner is uh, Shannon. Uh, it's in an envelope. It's on my desk. It'll go out this week. This week's question may fool or trick some of you. Mm hmm. Because I know you all are going to Google. So the question is this How many barber shops are located in the Magic Kingdom? If you know the correct answer, send that to at Disney Parks Podcast, Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. If I can get it out of my head. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, how many barbershops are there in the Magic Kingdom? Okay. Yeah. This is a great barber question. Shops. Barber not, shops. Not bippity boppities, barber shops. Barber shops. Send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. So we have to tell you a little bit about this one uh, and consider this a rumor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I have the alarm? Okay, cool. Oh, Great. Wait. I got to get my rumor thing back. Yeah. We got to get the. So, um, so apparently, there are more price increases on the way, including the first Disney Vacation Club over $300 a point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is not a, a misspeak. That's, yeah. that, that's supposedly happening. Now, again, this is a rumor. Right. Uh, several Disney Vacation Club properties will soon see an increase in their direct sold-out price per point, including Disney's first ever 300-plus point uh, per point resort. Yeah. So let's tell you what a sold out resort price uh, resort is. So let's say uh, the Polynesian or Grand Floridian or Old Key West, those are sold out. You can't currently that they're not selling points for those. But right. when Disney has their first right of refusal, so when you're selling yours, if they like the deal, they will buy it and then put that points back into their little coffer. So a sold out resort is now when they when I sold them, like my Bay Lake, they now have those points and they sold them. And now they are going to start selling those at $300 a point. Good Lord. So the new sold out resort price increase is rumored to go in effect on June 24th of 2021 with a new Disney Vacation Club members uh, and on July 15th for current members uh, to add on more points. Uh, this marks the second count it 
second increase in less than 12 months for the Grand Californian, which saw its price increase from 280 to 295 uh, back on January 14th. In total, this equals a $30 per point increase year over year. So if you're a Grand Californian owner, that news is pretty exciting. How could it be exciting? Because um, aren't you getting you're more getting, money? You're, you're selling. More, yeah. Uh, but for the rest of uh, uh, rest of us dreaming about adding, now uh, what's VGC? I don't. Where is that? It's uh, VGC points. Oh, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, for everyone else who's dreaming about adding more points to your collection, it sounds a wee bit daunting. So the good news is that Disney Vacation Club is revisiting some of its old tricks for rolling out these incentives. While direct pricing will not. Uh, increase next week for new members. The current DVC members looking to add on will benefit from some additional time before the increased prices go into effect. With these increases, 13 of 15 Disney Vacation Club resorts have seen their direct sold-out price increase over the past 12 months, with only Animal Kingdom Villas and Grand Floridian unchanged. Yeah. Listen, if you want points, do it soon. Because if they do make this move on, you know, if you have to be in a specific resort that is a sold out resort, well, you're, 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 you're screwed. You're, you're going to pay through the nose. Uh, the only thing I can tell you is like when they finished the new Grand Floridian building, uh, big pine key or whatever, old kind pine key, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, uh, you know, those won't be 300. They'll be selling them at, you know, the market value. Um, but what they're trying to do is, uh, really control the market and the price. They don't, you know, they're giving you all these benefits if you buy directly from them. And then if you're not, they're just cutting you off at the legs and saying you get no benefits. And I've even heard that, like, you're not, you won't even be eligible for the DVC annual pass price if they release it again. So they're really just taking all the benefits that are good and giving it to people that are buying directly from Disney. Well, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't we been talking about the benefits becoming less and less, like some mm-hmm. of the benefit mm-hmm. for only parties and stuff going away? Yes. Yeah. So Disney's actually giving less and less yeah. Yeah. and charging more and more. Yeah. And wow. listen, if you want to know more about DVC, we have a series over on Patreon uh, with uh, Tim Kranuski, owner of the DVCnews.com. Uh, so we're doing a, a series with him. We're just going topic by topic by topic. Uh, you can e- email us our questions. We even talk about people's questions. So if that's your bag and you want to find out more information and be an informed consumer, I would tell you, go become a patron and go listen to it over there. You know? Yep. Um, okay. Uh, let's move on. Walt Disney, uh, Swan and Dolphin f- Food and Wine Classic is coming back for 2021. I think we're going to hear coming back a lot in the next couple months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that will be, you know, like the last time in forever, it'll be now be the coming back in forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walt Disney Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic will return Friday, October 29th and Saturday, October 30th, offering outdoor festival featuring unlimited food tastings from the resort's culinary team and wine, beer, and other sips from around the world. Overnight packages and event-only tickets are now available at www.foodandwineclassic.com. Foodandwineclassic.com. 
the annual tradition since 2010, it's actually the year I moved here, uh, the event uh, makes its return this fall after a one-year hiatus and highly successful debut of this spring food and wine classic. Set outside among the scenic ambiance of the resort, uh, the event features live music, 20 food stations, 100 beverage stations, immersive themed areas such as the beer garden and the bubble lounge. Uh, the menu will include things such as handcrafted smoked pork belly, apple butter bourbon barbecue, buttered <clears throat> grits, shaved radish, uh, roasted chestnut puree served over a smoking D barbecue, roasted Lynn's hit, hit, heritage. Black Angus beef tenderloin, mashed potatoes, roasted carrots, hollandaise sauce served over Shula's Steakhouse. Uh, and then kimono uh, roll will have a ahi tuna, yellowtail, sustainable salmon, wasabi mayonnaise served by kimonos. There are three themed areas, the beer garden, the bubble lounge, and the pig in the poke. Oh, and Chinatown. Let's not forget that. Uh, you can get an overnight package for the event, which starts at $580 and event-only <laughs> ticket options at $165. I remember this being like, I think it was 99 bucks. Yeah, I remember paying like 50 bucks for it at one point. Maybe it was even 60 or 65 the first year. Yeah, yeah it seems, for, seems a bit excessive. Good for you for going for the brass ring and making it 300% more. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, guests can now reserve accommodations at the resort's newest tower, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Reserve. That will be a 14-story hotel offering upscale boutique atmosphere as well as 149 suites suitable for the family. Uh, with a variety of restaurants and lounges and distinguishing culinary beverage teams, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin uh, continually earns national recognition for the food and beverage program. The resort boasts numerous certified uh, wine sommeliers and 1,400 wine selections. This is really not my favorite festival because of... Where is it? Because of the... Ratio of food to drink. There's like 20 yeah. food stations and 800 drinking stations. Yep. <laughs> so if you if you don't want to drink, there's not a lot to eat. That's my whole, you know, if they even out the ratio of food to drink, I think I'd be more susceptible to going. I just. You yeah. Know. Or, or I remember going in years past and it was just, it was just, it's a tight space. Very. And, you know, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, they've got that whole grassy area on either side. And they're not using it. And they're not using it at all. And I, I've never understood that. But, hey, you know, yeah. you don't have to go, I guess. So, yeah. so uh, coming off the heels of Disney World, Disneyland is going to be lifting the face mask requirements for vaccinated guests. I mean, what is going on? Has Governor Gruesome bonked his head? And he started to act like a. Uh, you're you're assuming he had one to bunk. That's true. Disneyland has just announced that they are making changes for guests that will go into effect on Tuesday, June fifteenth. So that's, I guess, what last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
uh, in conjunction with the reopening of California's economy <laughs> and recommendations from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, let's go down the list. Guest experience. Uh, Disneyland is excited to welcome out-of-state guests beginning on the 15th of June, at which time they will dis- Disney will Disneyland will discontinue the requirement for on-site temperature checks. Finally, the state has removed the physical distancing requirements with respect to guests. Uh, and will also allow guests to self-determine distancing. Face coverings for guests starting on June 15th. Uh, face coverings were no longer required for fully vaccinated guests, both indoors and outdoors. Guests ages two and up who are not fully vaccinated must continue wearing face masks uh, coverings indoors, except when dining. Uh, while guests will not be required to show proof of vaccination, vaccinated guests will self-attest that they are in compliance with priority to entry. Have you had a vaccine? Yes. When I was a child. Moving forward. Uh, in addition, all guests will need to attest that they are aware of the state's uh, strong recommendation that guests is fully vaccinated or receive a negative COVID-19 test prior to entering the theme park when making their Disneyland Resort theme park reservations. Under what? Kind of- Penalty of death? Like, yeah. like, what's the punishment for lying? You know, I mean, they want to be able to not hold themselves accountable. It's like, hey, this person said that they didn't have it, so they lied. That's on them. That's on us. We've done everything that we can. Uh, so when the Toy Story parking lot reopened on the 18th, all guests ages two and up, regardless of vaccination status, will be required to wear an appropriate face covering while on the bus transportation from the lot to the parks. So... I didn't see any pictures of how that went, but I'm sure it probably went pretty well. Mm. Yeah. Probably went stunning. Uh, This is also just a rumor. Uh, Disney may be gearing up to enhance the uh, Country Bear Jamboree. I should have worn my big outfit then tonight. Must be a shirt coming, or uh, must be a movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World is constantly moving forward and enhancing things. but this, uh, Disney recently filed a permit for the location, Country Bear Jamboree, uh, inside the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World for general construction. Uh, the permit does not list any other information. Typically never does. They're not going to run down and tell you the things they're going to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney, that's why we call them rumors and speculation, and we have fun with it. Yeah. Uh, Disney filed this, uh, could be filing this for a number of reasons. One is uh, permit could be for cosmetic construction, which includes small maintenance updates to make sure that the show is in top top shape for guests. The other reason could be for the 50th anniversary is coming up. They're doing, you know, much like Disneyland, you know, with that program, they beautified the entire park and they're probably just doing that here. They're going attraction by attraction, just painting it, cleaning it up, making sure everything's working and up to, up to snuff. Uh, you know, they could be adding elements of the, iridescent to mm. the country bear. I don't know if Big Al needs to glitter and sparkle. Hey, hey, <laughs> probably not. Uh, and, you know, they could be doing this uh, to other attractions too, like Peter Pan's Flight, Dumbo, Prince Charming Carousel. I don't know if they can make that shine anymore. I mean, it's probably one of the best kept attractions in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney can also just want to make sure that the animatronics are working properly for the big celebration. So it's all speculation. It's all rumor until uh, Disney says something different. That's right. I think a new movie's coming out, and they're they're getting ready for some extra stuff. I, I would I I would be down for a 
Country Bear movie. Yeah, it'd probably be more like live action, kind of like what they're doing with Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, yeah. Live action, animated, CGI fest. <laughs> Blood in the saddle. Blood. They won't sing that because it's <laughs> too graphic. Yeah, it's too graphic. Sorry. The Disney College Program participants have returned to Walt Disney World. That's all you need to know. Have a nice day. Uh, it was announced in early May that Walt Disney World would be reviving the Disney College program. It's been a little over a year since the program was suddenly put on hold, which caused thousands of participants to become jobless overnight. But now, with vaccines rolling out faster than ever and with Disney's continual phased reopening, the Disney parks need some more help. Boy, howdy. Uh, the COVID-19 pandemic caused a massive strain on the tourism industry with Orlando being hit hard. The hospitality industry in Central Florida laid off tens of thousands of workers, many of which left the state. Uh, Disney College program participants have been the backbone of the Walt Disney World workforce since the internships began. Cast me- uh, college programs can be easily identified by their name tags. They showcase their college or university instead of hometown, uh, which you normally see on cast members' name tags. Uh, CPs uh, are also known to usually work the closing shifts at Disney parks, and many current Walt Disney World cast members began their journey as CPs uh, in just one month, Disney has fast-tracked the return of these college program kids as a determined uh, demand, excuse me, as as demand to enter the park rises, while Disney World, while following CDC guidelines, is beginning to phase out COVID-19-era mandates, such as needing masks outdoors or having social distance in certain areas. Yeah. I'm glad to see them come back, because they are really the backbone the, between them yeah. and the ICPs. Uh, they're, the, they're the ones that are really the quant of the labor it doesn't mm, yeah. yeah they so. they carry a ton of ton of the burden and i think part of the if we can go down this rabbit trail just a little bit just not to talk politics but yeah. uh part of the problem that that central florida is having especially in in the the different hospitality industry areas mm. is that people are getting paid so much to stay home yeah they're staying home yeah and um that's a challenge that's a big challenge that we've got to overcome Yep. So, Very much so. I think it's a little different with college program kids, but yeah. still, that's yeah. part of the reason we're struggling. But uh, yeah. 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 And once international travel opens up a little more, maybe they'll get some of the ICPs back. Cause, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. It'd be nice to have, you know, Italian people back in Italy and you know, yeah. Canadian Real people Japanese back. people yeah. serving Japanese yeah. food yeah. that can speak the names of the Japanese food correctly. That'd be kind of great. <laughs> No offense to the current cast members who are, who are doing that. It's who, are, who are carrying those names up and saying them all. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, Disney gave us a first look at a new Disney Parks stage show. Um, so during the COVID-19 pandemic, all six theme parks around the world were closed uh, and were shut down. Now, for the first time in a half a year, all Disney theme parks are operational wow i don't think i would have ever said that before this been i don't know if i if somebody had told me all of the disney parks were going to be shut down i don't know if i would have believed you yeah but uh each park's phased reopening process looks a little bit different but live entertainment is slowly but surely beginning to return around the world at disney's flag 
ship property, the Walt Disney World Resort, for example, Festival of the Lion King is back. Very interesting that they call us the flagship property. Uh, I thought that was Disneyland, but I, you know, I could have been mistaken. Uh, yeah. The Lion King is open at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, and many signs point to the reopening of the popular Hoop D Do Review. Finally, at Fort Wilderness Campground. Now, let me tell you: once those tickets go on sale, I will guarantee you, you will not be able to get one. They are going to fly off the shelves. It's going to be like trying to get a reservation to Ohana. Yeah. Pretty much. Now, Disneyland Paris, which finally reopened on June 17th, finally uh, following its second pandemic closure, has confirmed that the newest stage show, the Disney Junior Dream Factory, will debut at Walt Disney World Studios Park in Paris on July 1st, 2021. This is a new show. Uh, come and help Mickey and Minnie and the Factory Dreammaker machines work as part of the new Disney Dream Factory show at Studio D in the Walt Disney Studio Park. It's nice. I like. I like a new show. I want a new show. I'd like to know if we're gonna get one with that new stage you built in front of the castle. <laughs> I haven't seen the new stage yet. It's very nice. But yeah, I would like a show on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just, it's crazy. I mean, there's so much there. There's so many different things that mm. we haven't had for so long. Fireworks shows, yeah. meet and greets. I wonder when meet and greets are going to be coming back. Like normal meet and greets. When am I going to be able to hug my Mickey and my Buzz again? Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Well, uh, for fans of tequila, La Cava del Tequila at Epcot is now doing inside seating because it's returned, which is great uh, for anyone who loves the experience of traveling. Epcot's World Showcase, the popular Mexican pavilion bar, La Cava del Tequila, is now allowing guests to sit inside. Uh, now you can imbibe on the essence of Mexico with over 200 tequilas, top-shelf cocktails, Mexican beer and wine. You can take off with a tequila flight or a wild passion fruit margarita. Uh, also light snacks such as guacamole and queso with corn chips served. The announcement made uh, earlier from Epcot let uh, everyone know that the fan favorite establishment is busy making preparations. Many visitors love the Hacienda theme lounge and their tequila flights, especially since it's so charming and stocked with a menu of great drink choices. Uh, I am a huge fan of La Cava del Tequila. Uh, I, I've gone to a couple of their after-hours events, and it's just its just great. It could be twice as big, and I'd be happy because that's yeah. a very small venue. Remember when they did that, um, that after-hours thing yeah. at Epcot with the dinner, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. dinner and the, the drink thing? I like that. Mm -hmm. I, 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 did too. I was digging on that. Yeah, me too. That was perfect for locals. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Anyway, that won't come back. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, everybody. How about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right. First up, uh, the courts have granted a preliminary injunction against the CDC for conditional sale orders. So this is the state of Florida 
suing the CDC, telling them you can't make us not sail our cruise ships out of our port. Here you go, DeSantis. Do it, son. Lock and load, baby. That's right. <laughs> uh, next up, the Maya Grill over at Disney's Coronado Springs will reopen on Thursday, June 24th at 5 p.m. Mm. I, I'm surprised they weren't open, but that's okay. Yeah. I guess it was inside. Um, hey, some of the hurricane-proof <laughs> decorations have fall off the Cinderella Castle 50th uh, anniversary things so that, that, that's bad right uh yeah when they fall off that's that, that's really bad <laughs> whoopsie so it's like the drape things and it was uh you'll see some of them that had like a blue background with a like a gem in the middle well yeah. they fell off and all you see is where the glue was <laughs> oh jeez can drill it in you drill it in for crying's sake they did i i mean what did like somebody use a little splat of elmers well, yeah elmers it'll be fine should have used Gorilla Glue. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, the multi-level marketing company, Sensi, is to bring new guest experiences to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and I also heard that there's going to be a whole uh, park line of uh, Sensi products. You know, like the smell of Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's a Small World, brought to you by... Amway. Yeah, Amway. <laughs> uh, you, you have to bring a friend. You have to bring a friend. You have to bring a friend. Right. <laughs> Living with the land brought to you by Shackley. <laughs> oh, God. That'll be funny. Oh, my uh, God. As long as uh, the sensey thing fits in. I just don't, I, you know, just don't start pumping out sense because, you know, your sponsor, you know what I'm saying? It has to fit in, you know, to the theming and whatever. I, they're going to mess it up. Anyway, uh, the Rise of the Resistance uh, over at Disneyland called over 330 boarding groups in one day, which is a record. First of all, I'm surprised the attraction was up that long. That's number one. <laughs> how, how did that happen? It ran 331 times successfully. Correct. So that means that 330 ride vehicles completed the rotation through the attraction. Yes. Well, maybe not ride vehicles, but boarding groups. So I don't. We don't know. I don't. I don't know the number off my head. Maybe somebody does. I don't know how many people are in a boarding group. That could be, you know, 100 people. You know, or two hundred people. You know, mm-hmm. We don't we don't know what that number is. Maybe there are some people out there that do, but mm-hmm. um, so it's people, not actually ride vehicles deployed. But if they got three hundred thirty boarding groups through, and then, let's say they have hundred people, that's a lot of people, and it's a lot of uptime for an attraction that really does not have a great history of being operational all day, right. every day. Right. right. So, kudos to them. Better than than us, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Frontier uh, shooting exposition at Disneyland uh, finally opened, so you can now go shoot a gun at fake things at Disneyland. <laughs> you can touch a gun. There, I'm shocked that's still there. It's here it's too in Florida, fine. and I'm shocked it's here. Well, Florida makes more sense to me than California does. Well, hold on. Here's the here's the let me let me liquor this up with the irony. There are no guns sold in any of the theme parks, but 
you can come and shoot one. That's right. That's right. There's the irony. They don't even sell like the like the blasters from Star Wars, do they? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it went from selling them to making them orange, and then they got rid of them completely. Sorry. Because who wants an orange gun or an orange blaster? It's not orange in the movie. Why would I want that? Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the irony. <laughs> uh, Ogre's Cantina at Disneyland uh, opened with increased capacity, uh, combining strangers. So not just your party, your party strangers. and other people you may not know. Uh, go ahead. Stranger danger. Yeah, stranger danger. Uh, no masks. So, we'll see. Uh, as we mentioned, face mask uh, face masks become optional for fully vaccinated cast members now working outside. So, if uh, if they're outside, you actually may see a cast member's face now, which will be nice. Nice to see their little thing in the mask and the shield mask yeah, goggles, whatever the hell they were wearing. Oh, yeah, now they're having to wear goggles now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta protect your eyes. Protect your eyes. My eyes. My eyes. My eyes. <laughs> and last, and we said it before, uh, all Disney parks are open worldwide. That is the first time in 17 months Disney can say that. Wow. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow. Listen, if you're a Disney fan, go visit a Disney park is all I can say. You know, keep the momentum going. Uh, if you have the time, you have the money, you have the, the whereabouts, you're not afraid of, you know, getting out there a little bit. You know, mask up, don't mask up, whatever you want to do. Sanitize, don't sanitize, you know. But, you know, go out and do it, you know. I, I think if everybody tries to go visit a theme park, things will start to creep up. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to join us. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, please come to Facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, and you can join us and all of our Disney friends from all across the Internet. You can also find us on the YouTube and the Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. Come find us at our uh, Internet home over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find uh, all of our show archives as well as blog posts, links to our amazing friends uh, over there, like our good buddies over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can find out uh, all the information you need for your next trip. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. There's a very short survey. You can fill that out. Somewhere from Destinations we will get back to you. Uh, and it doesn't cost you a dime, guys. There's no reason why you shouldn't be doing this. This is crazy. Uh, uh, and it's a great way to start thinking forward more positively and it'll give you something fun to think about. Uh, we're already super excited. We're two weeks away from our uh, one week vacation. We're going to be going to uh, Atlanta and Nashville. I can't wait. Uh, and then finally, folks, if you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to to get into some extra content that you can't hear anywhere else, then definitely go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up there. Get up to three shows a week. There's a uh, level that you could support that you also get the t-shirts uh you can get a free disney uh, excuse me a pixar hat uh there's a way that you can save 10 percent as well we have a lot of rewards for the different tiers over there just go to patreon.com forward slash this parts podcast you can see that all right there and uh, anything else t no 
That's it. Guys, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for being a part of the show. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. If you can get a pass. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 